This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm <laughs> doing great, man. It is nice to be back uh, back in the mic, a hot mic. <laughs> hot uh, mic. We're live. Yeah, man, it is so uh, so good to be back on a live show here on a Monday night, uh, Country Squire Radio. I've been looking forward to this. Gosh, we've... You know, we've it's been a busy season, right? God, I mean, we we've been what gone uh, five, four or five weeks now. I don't know, and uh, you know, it been putting out content episodes, but but something about the live show, you know, it's always really uh, really special to be uh, spending Monday night with our buddies. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, things are things are good, man. It's been really eventful, obviously, just getting in gear. I went to a big family reunion up in uh, uh, for my wife's uh, family up in New Jersey. And, uh, uh, and and got to see what it was like to vacation on on Joysy Beach, you know, on, on the shore. It was great. Yeah it, yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. I, <laughs> understand what I'm about to say is coming from me. That was the worst accent I've ever heard. Well, you were right. And again, that that's coming from and me. it's coming from you, yeah. and and you get to hear my accent uh, <laughs> almost every day. So right, that, that's really that's really saying something. Uh, no, man, it, you know it's been good. Got a got went up there and met some cousins and stuff. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And man, just uh, been you know back in the shop, kind of nesting. We've been trying to decorate a little bit. I, I'm kind of you know if you're watching the live show tonight, you'll notice um, that the lighting here is not. Great, although uh, Bo is really thankful for it because it looks like he is kind of, uh, there's this one random kind of rogue spotlight that's right over Bo, uh, as much as he'd like to think this is like a some kind of biblical thing. I mean, honestly, if you know, we, we really should switch places. I, it would go with your motif. No, I'm, I'm against it. We're trying to, we're trying to, you, you, you can stoke that all you want, but I, I, I gently downplay it. My but, children, follow right. the one true Bo. You have been following this false teacher. <laughs> follow him into the wilderness at your peril uh no so you know we're we, we're slowly we got to switch the lighting up around we're kind of getting decorated and stuff we're, we're really close to announcing our uh, our grand opening date for the new shop uh which will be a lot of fun that'll be in september so um anyway we're we're excited we're uh you know we're open things are things are rocking and rolling but we're uh we're just kind of getting getting nested getting planted and uh and by uh september uh here in a few weeks we'll uh, we'll have our grand opening and kind of get things kicked off uh, for a fun fall. So um, anyway, really exciting times, man. We're just uh, we're just we're just blowing and going. It's coming together well, yeah. man. Yeah, excited for it. Um, you know, before we get into kind of the the news and uh, you know the the scuttlebutt, so to speak, we got to we got to give a shout out to uh, once again Pylorns and Mark VV uh, for coming on the show. Golly. And uh, man, what would we do without either of them, dude? Frankly? I'm telling you, that great right. great listeners of Country Squad, yeah. great great community members, honestly, of the community that's built up around the uh, the podcast. And um, yeah, great to get them on mic. And uh, and talk a little bit about the heat, but I mean, like you know, John David, and we got we got we got Texan, we got Louisiana, and I mean, we had to kind of give you a bit of a hard time about the barbecue, you know, like that's it just it, it's just gonna happen. I did, you know, I I deal with ridicule on a daily basis. It's kind of part of the <laughs> the fun of owning a shop like this is that people just come to get to come in and. You know, I counsel them, but then you know they pay for it by making fun of me, and so it's you know it's it's, it's fine. I'm okay with it. It's a, look, it's it is it's it's less about making fun of funny. It's an intervention, really. It's it's got to happen. I mean, like you're no, opening that, up the that, shop. That's fair. I understand. Yeah, I I, I get it. You know, uh, if if um, so that that's a yes. We'll we'll talk. Okay, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Long time listeners of Country Squire Radio know. Let's talk about it means no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll go pray about it or something. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll put you know run it up the old uh, the old uh, flagpole and yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. Yeah, great. But uh, big again, big <laughs> shout outs to those guys. Thank y'all so much for uh, for coming on. Filling yeah, we job, we've David. had a lot of you know even though we've been off the live show here for a few weeks, it's been fun. We have a lot of good content. I feel like we've put out and. Uh, man, thanks for thanks for pitching in for the community and everything. Y'all yeah, y'all been really supportive and also really gracious. Um, you know, as we've uh, kind of gone through the last several weeks here, uh, folks have stopped by the shop, and I've you know either been out of town or or just unavailable because of all the things going on. Um, and and that's tough. You know, when people come from literally uh, hundreds of miles away, and and I I can't be here. You know, it's it's uh, it's hard. So, um, but anyway, you know, we're still kind of getting. 
our feet on the ground and stuff. But uh, man, what 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 have you been up to, Bo? You've been, uh, oh, at, yeah. I think, doing some traveling too, maybe. Or, yeah, man. Um, uh, working on working on some various projects. Some that I'll be able to share yeah. about in a couple of weeks here. But good, uh, man. This week has been uh, a big week for us. The the kiddos start uh, uh, kindergarten. Oh yeah, and and pre K yeah, yeah, simultaneously. Right. And it's yeah. been, uh, man, it, it has been just absolute torture. Uh, you know, there there is kind of this whole. Um, yeah, in my mind, ever since becoming a father, I've kind of told myself, like reminding myself, like, you know, they're going to grow up and, you know, they'll hit those teenage years and they'll hate me and all that kind of stuff. Right. But like over the last several years, like, <laughs> like you know, you, I, I prepared myself for them going to school and I get it. It's just pre-K and kindergarten, but still like it's, it's no, you're kind of putting it, you, you st- you're like, okay, I've prepared this, this human being, you know, it made in, in God's image and, and unfortunately sometimes my own. <laughs> <laughs> and and now I'm thrusting them out into the world and and wh- how have I done? Okay, well now it's time for me to get feedback Man. on how I've done. Yeah. So I know. so so that's how'd good, you do? That's a really good. So yeah. We're, we're still, so far so good. So yeah, far yeah, so only good. gone to juvie hall one one time, no, two times. Oh man, doing yeah. doing great. Um, <laughs> great great teachers, great uh, great school they're in, and uh, man, we're really excited. Hey, about did it, y'all so. do y'all do the whole um, first day of school like? And maybe this is just a southern thing, you know. But the kids dress up and then they sit on the front porch and they hold up a sign like first day of school" kind of thing. You see this stuff on Facebook? Yeah, I have seen that stuff on Facebook. First of all, I, I don't really do Facebook, so there's really no need. God for bless me to you, because I honestly, I, I, you know, I, I just can't. I well, can't. that's another conversation. Yeah, I, mean, but anyway, I, I, right. I, I got enough stress in, in my real life to to go. So, on Facebook. so if I send my kids to homeschool someday, and all and all their little friends are like dressing up for. You know, dressing up. Uh-huh. You know, first day of school for second grade or whatever. My kids, they would, they did. Did they just put on their pajamas? Is that in like first day of school, and then it's showing them like walking into like the kitchen to or eat like, like to eat biscuits at like ten o'clock in the morning? Yeah, or something? like like a fifteen hundred and sixty third day at school. You know, right, 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 right. But they've been at the house the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, yeah, we'll have to think about that. school parents, let yeah. us know what you think. Yeah, so, well, that's good. That's what I'm well, no, but we, we, are... we promise at some point we're going to talk about pipes and pipe tobacco and, and, and get back to our roots. But right now, it's just uh, it's just nice to, to catch up. It is good to catch up. In yeah. fact, actually, there's a great way to catch up while talking about pipes, tobaccos, and the roots that, uh, that have made this show what it is in a couple of various locations. In fact, there's some big events that are going on around town. Um, uh, when I say around town, I mean the country around the country, right? <laughs> because because Country Squire Radio uh, Network is is uh, is the country. It's the country Squire Radio, huh? Huh? It's terrible. Uh, Let's we keep moving on. Yeah, <laughs> NASPC <laughs> man, what's going on with the NASPC? Yeah, man, they've got their Swap Cell Show, uh, aka the Columbus Pipe Show, which everyone knows, of course. Uh, it's August seventeenth and eighteenth in Columbus, up. Ohio. It's one of the it's one of the big ones, right? So you've got kind of your um, you know your your royalty of pipe shows, right? We think of uh, of all the big ones, and of course the Columbus one is is right there in the mix. Uh, big, uh, big, you know, great show. You'll have a, a smattering of carvers, uh, tobacco blenders, uh, you know, dealers that are uh, you know it, it, selling uh, estate pipes and you know all kinds of things like that. You'll have some of your uh, you know big retailers there. So uh, be sure to check that out if you're in the Columbus area. That's uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, August seventeenth and eighteenth. Also, man, we've got coming up on September the 8th, this is the 2018 Southeast Slow Smoke. Uh, now, this is happening in Greenville, South Carolina, yeah. at the Upstate Pipe Society, um, specifically at Boda Pipe and Cigar. At 2 o'clock, again, that is going to be on September 8th at Boda Pipe and Cigar. Upstate Pipe Society of Greenville is hosting it. Uh, you can find out more information um, by, by checking out their website, this year's pipe is a winner as we will have selected the Rossi Rubino. That's right. Yeah. The 8320 Smooth is the official pipe for the contest. Man. So th- this is awesome. It, of course, it's the 320 Savinelli. Rossi, of course, being made by Savinelli. It's a great company, kind of their uh, under $100 line that we know and love. We sell tons of Rossi's here at the Squire. And, um, but but, the, but the, the pipe that they're going to use for this year's uh, slow smoke competition. They've got uh, the 8320 Rossi. So think of the the 320 that we know and love. Uh, but it's it's a gigantic version, as if the the official version weren't gigantic enough, right? And so it's you know <laughs> this is this is what you might use to uh, I, I don't know club your uh, you know disobedient uh, you know child or something. Um, but it, but anyway, uh, beautiful pipe, and so they'll they'll be using that uh, for the slow smoke there, and and they're also using Peter Stokeby 312 toasted burley. Uh, great tobacco, really good, clean, 
uh, clean burning tobacco. Um, you know, it's got got a little bite to it, but the kind of pleasant bite that I don't know brings you back. It, it's great tobacco, good to blend with as well. Lots of strength, but uh, but not harsh. It's a it's a great great tobacco. So good people up at at the Upstate Pipe Society. I really hope I can get up that way soon. I've heard Greenville is a is a beautiful area, so that's yeah, great, man. Should be fun. I like it. the uh, Peter Stoke would be three one two. The bite that brings you back. That's, yeah, that's uh, good, stuff. good stuff. Also, man, uh, in the time that we have been away, the uh, the the pipe club, the Country Squire Radio International it's Pipe growing. Club has been growing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining at the Squire level, give it up for Danielle Rhodes. Ah, yeah, it, that's it. At, I believe it's Daniel, but uh, but if if your name is Danielle, that's fantastic. Twenty eighteen, man, Danielle yeah. Rhodes. That's right, Daniel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining, man. At the Squire level, that's wonderful. We also have at the Pilgrim level, we got Scott um, uh, Bieber. Be- <laughs> that would be Scott Beedler. Beedler. You, you know what's awesome, Scott? This is this is really. We've got a, a couple of really. Uh, this is this is a great uh, trifecta of people that have signed up. So Scott is actually the president of the International Lunting Society. Oh yeah. Scott is a longtime listener of the show, good friend of uh, the shop and uh, of the pipe community, uh, greater pipe community. And uh, Scott, uh, big force, uh, just been really encouraging. Uh, to you know, spread the love of pipes everywhere and all that stuff, just like so many of us have. And uh, president of the International Lunting Society, man, they've uh, he sent us some patches before, and uh, man, just a um, just a just a good good guy, and we're glad to uh, glad to have him on board. Scott, we're really grateful. Thanks, man. We still have yet to do our lunting episode. That needs to happen. That it, it all this is coming. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. D- don't don't worry. All right, all right. So uh, good deal, Scott Bieber. Um, Be- good, good. He's never going to forgive you for I'm that. I'm just wondering if Justin- I think he's already unsubscribed, actually. No, no, no. Right. Just picture just Justin Bieber's out there. He's lunting and, and smoking a pipe. Yeah, with all his tats and his- Didn't he just get married no, or something? No, Scott is his know. dad. That's what this is. That's Oh, that's okay. Scott okay. is in the money. He's just got to, you know- I'm so confused. All right. So, and then we also, big shouts out <laughs> as well to a uh, new patron. We got Dirk uh, Heineman, if I pronounce that correct. Dirk, so, so this is also cool. This is, uh, this is pipe smoking royalty that we've got here. Dirk. Oh, oh. Uh, D- Dirk is a very well-known German pipe maker. Wait, is he the one that does like the Lord of the Rings type stuff? Or no, is that guy Russian? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. D- Dirk uh, just, you know, makes uh, gorgeous pipes. I mean, they're, he's uh, his style is kind of all over the map, but- uh, you'll see a lot of Danish-inspired oh, stuff. Snap. Uh, gosh, he's just uh, he's just a tender soul. Been listening to the show for uh, for several years now, and is uh, constantly uh, interacting with me and other groups, uh, you know, on online through all the different pipe communities. But um, if you haven't met Dirk, if you if you get to go to like Chicago or something where he's where he happens to be in the country, uh, please make a make a chance to uh, or you know make a stop to to go see him. Just a really great guy, and uh, I think you'll be blessed getting to know Dirk. So, Guten Tag, yeah. Dirk. Guten Tag, Dirk. No hablo espanol. No, that's not. Oh, it's so terrible. Goulash. That's a thing. I did. I. Yeah. I. I think. I think. Yo soy es. I think you've ruined it on all fronts. I think. Yeah. The only. Yeah. The only thing you could make it worse is if you sing O Tenenbaum. I think that would. That'd be about it. Yeah. Ninety nine red. No, that's right. That's Russian. All right, so yeah, yeah, uh, welcome and thank yeah, you so your, much. Your Central and Eastern Europe game is is not is not very it's uh, on point. It's... Now, where that point is, <laughs> it's not on point, but it is on point. Fair, okay. Uh, <laughs> but big thanks to those of you who have joined up with the club. Uh, those of you who are supporting us over at Patreon, <laughs> so ridiculous. This show happens, and and in the uh, hiatus was able to happen, and does continue to happen because of your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, if you'd like to join that group, head over to Patreon.com/slash Country Squire Radio. To do so. All right, man. There's all that. We've got a great show tonight. Oh, man. First show in the shop, and it's a... Squire Select, baby. Look, we had to do a Squire Select, right? I mean, it like, felt, that's just, It felt right. It, it's whenever... Kind of getting back into the gear. I kind of feel know, like that's celebratory. always the case, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of, you yeah. know, early, like, when the year's beginning or, like, after the holidays, it just always seems to naturally be the time for a Squire Select. Yeah. No, that's right. And, and you know, I feel like, you know, we've got, uh, you know, with everything, the new shop and everything, you, you got to christen it with a little bit of, uh, you know, some beverages... And for those that are not familiar, a Squire Select is where we pair up uh, some various, typically beverages with uh, some various tobaccos. So whatever your uh, brown liquor is of choice, or you know, we've done gin, we've also done tea, uh, but typically we've done red wine before. We've yeah. done red wine yeah. before, uh, but we typically do kind of st- stick around in the uh, kind of the whiskey um, genre. 
if you will. And uh, yeah, pairing up some uh, some great drinks with some great tobaccos. And tonight is no exception. Of course, is no different. Shall we kick mm. it off with the rye? Yeah, I think we I think we should. Yeah, man, tonight Fetcher and the bullet rye. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we are doing bullet rye tonight. Um, let's see. Let me uh, grab the bottle quickly. Okay. Uh, so of course we do like to to find interesting whiskeys. We've done Bullet Bourbon before. Bullet's a a, a, a really popular company. I'm I'm pretty sure we've done Bullet Bourbon before, but um, but Bullet, of course, a popular company. This is a, a affordable bourbon that uh, you know, folks, uh, you, you see uh, at bars real real uh commonly. You know, you can get this. It's very accessible at uh package stores, package stores all over uh the country. Bullet uh, founded in 1987. It, this is a company that a lot of these boutique whiskey companies nowadays they're always kind of pointing back they're 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 looking for some story to make themselves kind of interesting right um even though if their whiskey is is might be interesting they want it to be this kind of romantic uh you know story oh, oh we yeah. found granddad's um you know whiskey uh you know recipe in the cellar and you know it was buried for 50 years and we found it and then restarted this company well you know some of this is kind of a stretch right but well and like you know, a lot of these companies too uh, you know they they're all trying to outdo each other no they are it, it's it you know sometimes you just want to tell them like hey calm down you don't have to try so hard you, 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 we like you just how you are i, I think I, <laughs> I think i've mentioned this on the show actually before. i feel like that's the Kind of the motto of of the country squire. <laughs> Don't you know, try you, so hard. You know, you you come in. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You you come in, and it's like you know, people are like, oh, let me. I know everything about pipe tobacco, and uh, and, and you know, it's like you know, you know, you really don't have to try so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We spent that's great. Just come, just come as you are, man. People just don't. You know, it's it's just, fine. No, you're good. Yeah, just 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 come as you. I'll let your guard down, man. Yeah. No, but it is interesting because <laughs> I do think of like Sam Adams, uh, the the brewing company. And no, right. They they kind of almost defined a marketing campaign based around kind of this is how we create beer. Like here's the hops and this is the the two twins that work on it and everything. And it's it's kind of trying to communicate this, you know, unique, amazing, special thing they do. But they just make a beer the same way everybody no, makes. No, that's beer. right. You know, it's and, all about how you position well, the story. Well, it, it is. It, there is a story element to it, which we which we all, you know, understand and relate to and, and buy into. And you, you and I were both romantics. I mean, we we get it, the you know, meta narrative and all this stuff. Absolutely. But, but anyway, it, it is funny. Every time you read about these different distilleries, it, it, you know, every single one, you go to any of their websites and it's always, oh, it's, and I'm talking specifically about the ones that have been created in the past 30 years and bullet included, you know, but you go to their, you go to their website and it's always, oh, well, we found great, great grandpappy's uh, recipe. It's in the cellar, but we uncovered it. And, you know, there was a, a next to skeletons and, you know, golden doubloons and all this stuff. And, and, and you know, we, we resurrected this, uh, this, this recipe and it's uh-huh. earth shattering and all this kind of thing. Well, anyway, you know, we, so, so bullet was kind of on the front end of this. Okay. Oh, really? They, okay. they started in 1987. Uh, you'll notice the spelling of bullet. A lot of folks, uh, just say bullet, uh, you know, quickly because it, you know, you look at it quickly and it kind of goes like that. But it's it's spelled B U L L E I T, and there uh, a few people think there's a uh, a there, there's a misconception that you might be you're supposed to pronounce it as like boule or something, but that's Ooh. but that's actually boule crap. You're, you're, <laughs> um, the, the, the official the official uh, pronunciation of this is bullet uh, bourbon, and of course, so we're we're not doing the bourbon tonight. We're doing the rye. That's right. Founded in 1987. Uh, of course, a, again, you've kind of got that great great grandfather recipe, old family recipe that they found from Augustus Bullet from the middle of the 19th century. Proud of his whiskey, he was one of these people that, according to the company, trying to you know find all the right ingredients and was you know very proud of tweaking it to get just the right thing. And interestingly enough, according to them, uh, vanished uh, in route with his whiskey from Kentucky on his way to New Orleans. And so, oh, um, how about that? Yeah, I mean, you, you never know. Mississippi is on the way between Kentucky and New Orleans, so <gasps> maybe I, I don't know. I you know I, maybe he's in your backyard, Bo. You never know. Augustus conceived it in Mississippi. You never know. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, maybe that's what's wrong with the Jackson water. Could be. Anyway. Okay. So so it, both their bourbon and their rye whiskeys are both, they're, they're both high in rye content. So, you know, when we think of rye whiskey, again, I'm not a whiskey connoisseur. I don't, you know, uh, pretend to be. I, I hope I don't, you know, uh, communicate that. But when you do think of rye whiskeys, at least me from a novice standpoint, uh, you think of something with a little more bite, right? It's got just a little more of that kind of. Oh yeah. It's not a roughness. It's it's a it's a pleasant bite. There's a pleasant roughness there. You that either I think like is it or really... you don't. You know what I mean? Like if you uh, like, yeah, no, that's right. If you like a little yeah. bite in your in your uh, whiskey, then yeah, it's it's very I, pleasant. I think it. 
you know, I used to say I don't like bullet bourbon, and, and I, but I think it's because I went into it not really knowing what it is. But now, as now when I classify bullet bourbon as a rye strong bourbon, yeah, I can kind of get on board with it. Well, now you know, and when you drink bullet rye, that not the bourbon, but the actual rye, which we're talking about tonight, you know, you, you go into it knowing, okay, this is not just a rye. This is like a rye, you know, rye, like rye. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we we're talking ninety five percent rye here. Uh, as a as opposed to five percent malted barley, so I mean it, this is a very high rye you know rye content uh, whiskey, which is um, which is really great. So uh, the rye iteration uh, was uh, developed in two thousand eleven. Uh, it's won several awards, double gold medal uh, at the San Francisco San Francisco uh, World Spirits Competition. It's ninety proof, yeah. So it's it's just got that strong rye kind of bite, but it's not an unpleasant bite. Uh, lets you know from the very beginning that you're drinking whiskey. So uh, let's uh, let's, let's let, me, let, me, let me pour you up a, a dram. I was about to say I'm I'm ready to know from yeah. the beginning that I'm drinking whiskey. Yeah. Now as we uh, as we kind of prepare our glasses here, um, the uh, the over under is being taken right now on me <laughs> spilling and christening the new shop for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how clean it was before the show. Like, Are the, man, yeah, it's, it's so clean. No, here. it was funny. Yeah, you know, we were talking before the show uh, just how, oh, it's nice to be in this, like, you know, it's rustic in its own way. We brought all this dirty old furniture over here, but the shop itself is clean. And so, uh, yeah, let's fix that. Cheers. Cheers. Bullet makes a great rye. It mm. makes a great rye. Man, yeah. I think the last time I so saw good. that face on you was maybe in church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was taking communion. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. I, hey, I fed you communion that you day. Did, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you know it's, um, it, it's interesting, of course, uh, there's, a, there's a warmth there. There's an immediate, um, an immediate spice and heat uh, that come off the, the, um, the, the whiskey, which I think is, um, you know, really pleasant if you're, you know, okay with... Um, with something that's uh, got some of that bite, right. the the finish you'll get just a little fruit. You know, a lot of folks say they're looking for. You know, I kind of feel like they're grasping sometimes. They're looking for cherry or apples. Um, you know, maybe maybe there's some of that, but um, you know, overall, I just think there's a nice uh, nice warm bite up front, uh, a heat to it uh, that just kind of goes into a mellow fruit. Maybe some cherry or or apricot or something, but uh, but a good a good rye whiskey, dude. I like that bite too because, like you say, it warms you up. If you're gonna be sipping on something, you don't want to like yeah. you know hit it too fast or anything like that. Yeah, can't go wrong. And so you know, you mentioned of course with uh, with bullet bourbon, and I believe when we were when we did that one as a Squire Select, it was in one of the the missing first 100 episodes. <laughs> um, but I remember at the time, uh, like kind of being down on bullet because I was just yeah. not a fan of their bourbon. I you know, it's like I said earlier, I went into bullet thinking of them in other terms and once i kind of got used to thinking of them in in strong rye terms it kind of makes more sense i'm, I'm still not still not a big fan of their bourbon but if i want a rye uh man their their rye um or even their bourbon which has a lot of rye in it it's uh it's, it's a good thing to go to you yeah. know how a lot of times um and this is true of smell especially but taste also can kind of take you back and kind of remind you of, yeah. of you know something so, so yeah yeah sure with rye, does this whiskey remind you of your childhood? No, though? not <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was screaming I, exactly. I was always screaming, and my grandmother just gave me this big bottle of apple colored, uh, you know, of, of honey colored liquid, and, and and then I didn't care about anything anymore. Exactly. And it was it was great. I you know it blacked out for five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> rye made, made the pain go away. No, um, it was uh, it was actually uh, earlier this year we we had a uh, live podcast we were doing for another show in Atlanta. And, um, it was late the, it would have been the best live show of our tour. And it was just a really, really nice time. And we, we were all trying to figure out, well, should we go out to eat? Should we go to a restaurant? And the final like, well, let's just go back to the hotel and, you know, pick up some beers and, and just, you know, kind of, you know, enjoy kind of the, 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 the stress yeah, sure. being over. Sure. And so, uh, me and another uh, friend, we were going, we were getting a, a bunch of, uh, beers and I was like, you know, some people don't like beer. We need, we need some whiskey. And so I looked and I could not for the life of me find any brand that was like, my go-to brand. You know what I mean? And I mean, part of that is, I, I'm not a snob, but I mean, like, you know, I like hard to find stuff. <laughs> I like stuff that is harder to find. And so finally, I saw the bullet up there and I thought, you know what? I'll settle because I just don't like bullet. But instead of the bourbon, I grabbed the rye technically by accident. And it, and it was a good choice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like, and so what, like what, whenever I drink it now, it just like brings me back to that night in Atlanta. Just good friends good. hanging out. Yeah. Like, you know, oh. So good. That's great, man. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting. You talk about uh, accidents and kind of stumbling upon it and it being a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, so the, the tobacco that we are pairing tonight with Bullet Rye, 
this is great. And, and I, I love where this this kind of uh, went, wound up at. We are pairing it tonight with King's Foil from the Country Squire. Uh, this is one of our uh, Tolkien-related blends. It's our newest Tolkien blend. And King's Foil is great. This in itself was an accident. And I say an accident. That might be a little, a little, a little strong. Did this foil the king, but uh, it, it it did. Uh, it it king's foil. Uh, this is a Virginia dark fire Kentucky, and I love this tobacco. What what's your initial when you you stick your nose in the jar? Get a deep whiff there, and then uh, get, give us uh, just a gut feedback. Oh man, raisins. Yeah. Uh, oh, fantastic. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you've even made it deeper on the list. Yeah. Uh, I just. I've, no. So I feel uh, like I'm walking into like this just cellar of like just rich Virginia. So, so King's Foil again. You, you do have this uh, Virginia. It's a grassy. Again, we always talk about that signature kind of hay-like flavor. These are mostly uh, light Virginias. Um, you've got you know lots of bright Virginia. Uh, you know, bright and some lemon leaf in there. It just has a real high sugar content. Uh, from a you know the natural leaf itself, and and we pair it with uh, you know these kind of Virginia medley, a dark fire Kentucky Burley, which is uh, just really interesting. It's a it's a small percentage, but it's very apparent uh, when when you smoke it. And so I love this pairing. King's foil was an accident because we were trying to redevelop one of our favorite tobaccos and one of our best sellers actually, uh, Green Dragon. Right. Yes. And Green Dragon, uh, of course, was was discontinued earlier this year. We're still working on it. Uh, you know, we've come up with other iterations that are closer. Uh, but King's Foil uh, was kind of a, a on its way towards Green Dragon, and we liked it so much that we we made it its own blend. Oh, like and, a stop on the way. Exactly. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like and so it's been a it's been a big hit. You know, it does have the dark fired Kentucky uh, element there. Uh, and so some people haven't embraced it, uh, you know, because they are are not. Uh, dark fired, you know, fans or not burly fans, uh, but folks that do like burlies and and that dark fired kind of smoky flavor uh, with that little bit of bite, uh, they've really really embraced it, and that's yeah. been that's been a lot of fun. So 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 it's been a good compliment, and we pair it tonight, of course, with uh, with the bullet rye, uh, which right out of the gate has a really uh, a really noticeable bite. Again, mm-hmm. you're you know immediately you're you're drinking whiskey, uh, you're drinking something that's got some strength to it. Uh, the front end has that heat. Uh, but it again, it, it kind of mellows quickly uh, into something that's more fruit oriented, more smooth, just something that has a nice, uh, nice kind of soothing palate. And so uh, King's Foil, I think, uh, just really complements that well uh, by, frankly, being very identical to to uh, to, to the rye that we're uh, that we're drinking. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like Andy from uh, from Parks and Recreation. The, the Starburst brings out a, a similar flavor as the Skittles. <laughs> Kings, where, where did the name come from? Yeah, so that, so that didn't jump out at me. Yeah, so so Kings Foil. This is and and I forget the exact uh, reference, but it is the leaf that they take as an antidote to something. And of course, oh. I, I'm I'm now forgetting it. Gosh, um, man, we went through this whole deal when we Hobbit made or this. Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, uh, and, and this was actually Caleb's. Uh, Ca- Caleb, uh, the intern. Uh, the, dev- former ent- the, dev- the former Caleb, intern. the formerly known as the, the for- yeah. Caleb, formerly known as the intern, yeah. uh, uh, developed this, and uh, I was I was really pleased with it, and so we we debuted it as a house blend. That's awesome, so, yeah, man. pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, so all right, so this is uh, just to kind of like pull back a little bit more. So Caleb yeah. just hadn't been the intern in a while. Did he do this after his tenure at this intern? No, uh, this was one of his last uh, creations before wow. he left the Squire. Oh yeah. man, so uh, great blend. We've been really happy with it, and. Uh, and of course it's available here, here we are making pairings, but yes, I am shamelessly going to say like, you can order this on our website. Well, if hey, you want no, to, so. cheers, cheers to Caleb for his <laughs> yeah, last Caleb, Caleb, the, uh, uh, Caleb did a, did an excellent job and is a good friend. So, yep. I, I think a good pairing. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had a little bit more of a swig that I intended to. And I was just trying to like, Ooh. I think, that, I think that was apparent. Yeah. Oh, it was good. <laughs> there, there's some water if you need to uh, cleanse your palate, Bo. Always good. Always yep. good. All right, man. So that's that's the King's Foil mixed with the Bullet Rye. What yep. we got next? All right. So next, and this is uh, this is kind of out in left field. We had a pipe club meeting recently where we tried some different whiskeys. Of course, our, our dear friend and uh, fearless leader of the Magnolia Pipe Club, Briar, uh, right. was very generous to open the pipe club's purse strings and go uh, buy some different spirits, and uh, this was one of them. That dude is stingy too. How'd you make that? I, I, you know, I don't know. I think maybe he had a drink before he decided. That's to that's how you. Yeah, do it. I, I think that was it. Um, so this is uh, this is Irish whiskey. Uh, this is called Connemara or Conmara. 
uh, C-O-N-N-E-M-A-R-A, and it's a peated single malt Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, real simple bottle. Uh, this is uh, a bottle, it actually, I, I don't know, if it, for scotch drinkers that uh, are familiar with Bunahaben, it kind of has the bottle that that, uh, that favors that. Real, um, real, real simple, green bottle, but... What is this about, uh, Runyon? What's the uh, what's the tab on this this particular one? Okay, so this one will cost you about uh, in Mississippi anyway about forty dollars, okay. which I think is pretty consistent. You can find it at some of the online retailers for you know anywhere from thirty five to to forty. No, that's a that's here, a very so. very that's um, a very good you know if you if you're getting I, I, a good scotch for that price, that's excellent. Well, I did you know I was kind of looking at it a little more before right before the show, and I, I found a, a listing for it for like one hundred and forty dollars, and I was like, was it signed by the Queen or did she? You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know, but I, overall. All, this is generally uh, seen ar- around forty bucks. Signed by so, William Wallace. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, although uh, Irish people wouldn't appreciate that because he was a Scot, but no, Irish fought with them because it's my island. If you remember from the movie, are, are you talking about the English? No, the Irish. The Irish fought with William Wallace in when movie version. I, you know, I'm not going history here. They team up with them. They run across the field and they're like, "Hey, hey!" And then they hug each other and then they fought against uh, fought the English. Okay. No, you're probably right. Y'all back me up on this. No, that's no, good. Like, this I, is, this it's, is... it's, it's, I'm, I'm not the one that watches movies, right? So, I, long yeah, times no, that's that, movie, that yeah. that's that's fair. So anyway, we've got uh, we've got the Connemara Irish whiskey. It's a peated Irish whiskey, which is interesting. Irish whiskeys, you know, they're going to tend to have that kind of light uh, color, a, a natural sweetness to them. Um, you know, we have the barley uh, that is uh, you know malted. It's very typical of Irish whiskeys. Uh, but then this has the introduction of a peat uh, smoke to it as well, which, uh, you know, I, I think is um, is not common. I, actually, I think this is the only peated Irish whiskey that is that is made. So, I'm super excited because um, I'm a big fan of the peat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, again, it's semi-sweet, minimal bite. This is an 80-proof whiskey. Uh, it's light and honey color. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a clean peat, not a heavy smoke, but... Um. Anyway, I'll I'll be interested to see what you uh what you think about this. You, you're this. you're 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 excited. Let's uh let's see what. This what isn't happens. like a trap, right? This isn't. It's like not a trap. The worst whiskey on the face of the planet. This is this is not a trap. Okay, it's just he, he's giving so, it the smell. Yeah, immediately it kind of smells sweet. Yep. It smells really sweet. Like um. Oh shoot! What's the uh? Is it talus? Not not taliskers. No, Talisker is definitely no, not no, sweet. No, no, um, I sh- love that stuff. I hadn't had that stuff in forever. Wow. Talisker is good, It's man. so good. Yes, oh, sir. No, the honey, the Irish dew or something like that. You know, Oh, Tullamore. Tullamore. Yeah. Like, immediately, that's what I think of when I'm just smelling. Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's good, but not great. So it's light. How do I just... It's, it's almost like it's nothing but the peat. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost like yeah. a... <laughs> it, it's, it's wispy. Yeah. It's it kind of... Ethereal. I, I I don't know. I, I wanted to taste a bit watered down. I wanted to reserve my comments until after you tried it, yeah, and yeah. and then and then I I didn't let you. I didn't even give you time to comment on it. I just burst out. I was like, it's 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 it's. Did I don't you know. read my face? I was like, well, wait, where's the actual scotch? I kind of anticipated it. Yeah, you know, then, I, I I don't know. I mean, and again, we're not talking about a scotch. We're talking about uh, a peated Irish whiskey. Yeah, you know, no, the, no, yeah, it, yeah. It, it it is it, it you know. You get the you get the soft kind of naturally sweet tones, but then there is that uh, little essence of smoke. But it's it's just kind of floating around. I don't know. It's not really uh, super central to it. I'd be interested to know uh, from uh, friends of the show that are Irish whiskey aficionados if you've had this whiskey, what you think about it, or, or if you're hearing about this whiskey for the first time on Country Squire Radio, and then you go out and try it. Like, give us some feedback. I, I would, you know, as someone that, again, is not, I, I don't purport to be, uh, you know, some kind of uh, whiskey aficionado or expert, um, you know, even though I do enjoy drinking it. Like, what what do you what do you think about this? Because there's, I feel like there's, you know, I, I should be getting something out of this that I'm not. I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of fascinating to me. So it's a light colored um, whiskey. It's, a, it, again, clean uh, clean peat flavor. This is not a smoke like a harsh uh, char smoke flavor. This is a no, no, it, no, the, no. the only smoke you'll get out of this is a very uh, light, 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 light peat uh, in the background. I don't even know how to uh, you know describe it. It's a you know you, you'll have that kind of medicinal uh, way in the back flavor. But there's um, you know I hate that term again. You know it, well yeah it, you know but it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, it, yeah. again it's mostly just kind of sweet. So some people, I'd be interested to know if if anyone thinks it's uh, 
just like the best, the greatest thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, that's so good. it smells sweeter than it actually tastes. And it really is. It almost, you know, I like how you said it, the pizza almost like floating around because there is almost like this smoky sensation. It's almost like it's it's floating on water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just it tastes a little watered down. But it's a yeah. And and, and again, for some people that like Irish whiskeys, this might be their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know, I I'm not a big connoisseur again, but you know, this is something that um I'd love to know the feedback of uh, anyone that's tried it. So. And I love the peat. Like it's just it's interesting though because it's yeah. making me. It's almost like if you take a flavor profile and just like focus specifically on that, not ramp it up times a million, just spoke it like focus specifically on that. Yeah, sure. And then it kind of yeah. makes me kind of like, do I like Pete? Or maybe I only like Pete when it's like involved with other <laughs> flavors. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, all right. So what we yeah, got so, for, so, uh, so for good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so I, 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 you know, when I, when I first tried this whiskey, I was like, okay, let's, we, we could go in a couple different directions, right? We could try to mimic uh, the flavor of this whiskey to, to help you appreciate what it is more or, we could kind of complement it uh, and, and, and you know, try to find some things that maybe, um, you know, it's it's lacking in that we would like to develop more in, in this whiskey. And I, I tried to go more in that uh, that direction. Interesting. Tonight we have uh, two friends uh, pipe tobacco. This is their English chocolate. And I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy with this uh, this pairing. English chocolate, of course, from two friends. This is a this is an interesting tobacco. It's a crossover blend. You have this. Uh, you know the Latakia, the the smoky richness of that, uh, but it's it's um, in some ways dominated by a velvety soft uh, chocolate flavor that mm. that does uh, that does lend to a nice sweetness and and frankly a good room note as well. Yeah. Um, and so the English chocolate, it's a, it's a good tobacco. Two friends. Um, this is a, a company which um, is blended by Cornell and Deal. Cornell and Deal, of course, uh, one of our favorite. Uh, tobacco, uh, you know, brands, uh, you know, Jeremy Reeves, good friend of the show and uh, and just an excellent blender. Someone, you know, someday when I grow up, I, I hopefully I'll be Jeremy Reeves. English chocolate, I'll read the back of the tin. It says, we begin with the finest Virginias and enough Latakia to provide the taste that so many crave, then press into marry, then press, then press it to marry the flavors. Uh, we then tumble it out uh, to a broken flake for easy packing and add just a touch of chocolate to awaken the senses. The end result is something that satisfies all the day for a walk through the dales, yet is welcome <laughs> in the drawing room in the evenings, thanks to the warm chocolate aroma. <laughs> so, so, so basically, you've got something that's, uh, you know, throw a bone to your palate, the part of your palate that wants some richness and some some depth, some complexity. But, but frankly, it's also got a nice sweetness and a, and a, a nice room note. And I think maybe Man, in yeah. some sense, like for the Connemara, this is kind of what they were maybe going for. And so, I, I don't know. Some people might get this out of that, but I think. Uh, this particular tobacco, when I smoked it with the whiskey, I think it really um, complete completes it uh, for for me. No, yeah. I, I can definitely see it. It's it's yeah. interesting because you might. I really enjoyed it. You might yeah. actually think like that's that seems like an odd pairing. I'm gonna tell you, uh, whiskey and chocolate is delicious. It makes me think of Christmas because I am always eating chocolate during Christmas, <laughs> and I'm always drinking whiskey Whism. as well. Yeah. Uh, but so like there's there's that kind of combination there. But man, yeah. Right now. I feel like smoking this. You could kind of eat that. I feel like it would help the beverage too. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I paired it with that. I was like, okay, do you, do you go with something that's uh, that that tries to mimic the beverage, or do you go with something that Compliment. that complements it and makes the experience better? Absolutely. And, and you know, generally we go in that direction, but uh, you know, but th- this time I really felt strongly about you know picking something that would make. Uh, the experience of this particular whiskey get better, and uh, man, I, I think I nailed it with the uh, with the English chocolate. So yeah, I was I was happy about that. Well yeah. done. So so right good there. good yeah. tobacco by by the way on its own. Uh, please, any of the two friends stuff uh, definitely worth trying. Of course, anything that comes out of the factory of Cornell and Deal um, is uh, is top notch. So delicious. Yeah, man, exquisite. Well. Definitely exquisite, man. We've had uh, some some wonderful beverages, some wonderful tobaccos yeah. to go around it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, if you're if you're trying out these various beverages, you get a, a nice glass here, nice uh, high end, high quality uh, crystal glass that we've got right in our hand. Nice thing about those is you listen to the plastic clink. Uh, <laughs> nice thing about those, you can just kind of rinse those out with water and everything. But with the tobaccos, especially with such drastic flavors that you're kind of be dealing with. You want to make sure you get a good smoke every single time that you're, you know, to really get the full effect of the tobacco and the whiskey pairing. And, and something that's clean as well. You know, you're, you're looking for something to get the real 
uh, purity of that flavor uh, and something that, you know, frankly, we would prefer to have kind of affordable, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what better company describes that than our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum? No, of course. We love pipes from Missouri Meerschaum, of course, for trying new tobaccos. And uh, particularly if you're wanting something that gives you the purity of, uh, of the flavor of the smoke at an affordable price. And so uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes are a great value. Tonight, we feature the Little Devil Cuddy. It's a corn cob that is a, um, a small devil ant's shape. Uh, it's got that slight tilt forward and a flat bottom. Uh, it also comes in an acorn variety. We tend to like the cutty uh, a little better. We sell a lot of the acorns here at the shop, but I like the cutty because it has that flat bottom and sits really easily. Mm. Um, and so it's just a fun little pocket pipe. Uh, from Missouri Meerschaum, they say the Little Devil Cutty Corn Cob Pipe, like its companion, the acorn, is a nose warmer style uh, with a lot of attitude. The forward cant of the bowl imparts a bold profile that is highlighted by the dark stain applied. Uh, the bowl has a flat hardwood bottom with the Missouri Meerschaum label design that was first used over 100 years ago. Uh, so he's, they go on to say, uh, while it fits easily into your pocket, don't let this pipe size fool you. It will hold plenty of your favorite tobacco for a nice, relaxing smoke. And so uh, it, it is. It's a good uh, pocket-sized pipe, but it also has a generous bowl, uh, which we love about uh, so many Missouri Meerschaum pipes. Yeah. 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 So if you've got a, uh, you know, the little devil, be sure to smoke it this week. Uh, post a picture of yourself doing so. It's yeah. a great way to let the good yeah. folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe, pipe question, question of the of week. week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week coming in to us from Brian Reynolds. Yeah, that's a good question, too. I love this. All right, man. So Brian writes in and says, hey, guys, I've been smoking a pipe for a few years now and have only bought bulk tobacco from my tobacconist in Nashville. Uh, a few months ago, I bought my first tin of tobacco. It was a tin of Orlick Club mixture. Uh, once I figured out how to open it, uh, I absolutely love <laughs> what I was getting out of it. My wife loved the room note. And I love the taste, and I really loved how portable it is inside the tent. However, the contents inside have become extremely dry, and my most recent smoke was bitter and downright not enjoyable. For myself and others who are just getting into buying tents, what are the proper ways to open, use, store, and travel with tents? Did I do something wrong along the way, or is this typical <laughs> of tents uh, if you don't smoke them fast enough after opening them? Uh, he says a side note, but I almost want to like hold off on the side note to answer that question first. Yeah, I think this is fair. Go ahead. You want me to go ahead and say yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. All right. So he says, side note, I traveled with it in my in the trunk of my car as I am out of town a lot and work uh, for work and love to have it with me. Could this have been a factor? And again, that's from uh, listener Brian. <laughs> yeah. So Brian, man, thanks so much for for tuning in. I remember having a very similar experience when I fried, when I tried my first. Uh, tin tobacco. Um, you know, you, you are so excited. You've tried different bulk or house blends from different shops. Uh, you go, you know, different places and you'll find one queue or, you know, whatever they have. And and then you try your first tin tobacco and you're like, oh, I'm so excited about this. And you open it up and it's it's good. But then as it sits there a little bit longer, it, it gets a little uh, less good. <laughs> and, then, and then finally enters the, uh, you know, the pine straw uh, hamster cage category mm. uh, that we uh, are very familiar with. And so, yeah, with, with tin tobaccos, uh, you know, they are sensitive to to moisture, particularly the vacuum style tins like Orlick Golden Sliced. And so once you pop the can uh, on those particular tins, the clock's ticking, right? I mean, you, you really need to either smoke that in the next few weeks or um, put it in some kind of environment where it's going to stay uh, fresh for a longer period of time. Of course, you know, you've heard me say over and over uh, on the show with those vacuum style tins, the coin style tins that I call them, you know, that's a, that's the type of can really... Uh, you know, if you're a very serious ager of pipe tobacco, you'll you'll probably want to pop that and put it in a mason jar as soon as you buy it, kind of thing. Even if you don't plan on smoking it for a while, and that that's for a variety of reasons. But um, you know, those tins are just not particularly trustworthy. And and once you open it, the clock the clock really is ticking on those cans. the the other The other style cans, the you know, the biscuit can, uh, you know, Cornell and Deal style, McClellan style, uh, two friends style can that we that we see. Uh, those tend, in my mind, to be a little better uh, at preserving moisture and, and freshness. But anyway, that's that's something to think about. So anyway, the portable the portability of the tin is great, right? We love uh, we love that you can abuse it, you can throw it in your backpack, you can leave it in the trunk of your car. <laughs> um, you know, it, that's something that when you buy a bag of bulk pipe tobacco uh, is not as um, not, not quite as convenient, perhaps. Um, 
But yes, uh, w- again, once you pop that open, the clock is ticking, and so it is going to get dry uh, pretty quickly. Uh, as far as the bitter flavor goes, uh, you know, I don't really know. That may be some of the uh, the particular uh, tobacco you're smoking, the Orlick Club. If you're a longtime listener of this show, you know that we are big fans of Orlick Golden Sliced. Like, I, it's it's top five for me. Yeah, there, it's, there, it's there's a, a reason. You know when you want, like, a soothing, comfortable sweater or something that's just going to make you feel like everything's going to be okay in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that is Orlick Golden Sliced, right? Like, I, I, I'm going back to home base, right? I'm, I, go, I go back to home base. It's, it's kind of my, um, it's kind of my blue moon. Like when I'm yeah, at a yeah when yeah, I'm at a yeah. Bar, great great uh, analogy yeah, yeah yeah like like a lot of times I like all right what are the local stuff and everything and like if like like the, if there's nothing <laughs> else that necessarily jumps out at me or like I don't want to get too adventurous like I always know I can go back to a blue moon yeah. and really enjoy it yeah same thing with or- Orlick Golden Slice so yeah. so so Orlick Golden Slice or Orlick has several tobaccos that are fantastic. I, I'm I'm not convinced that their club mixture is one of them. <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. So so that um yeah I love the stuff that uh, that the folks uh, you know affiliated with Orlick uh, come out with, but uh, you know the club mixture. Not really sure how that's going to age. Uh, don't know you know what it's going to taste like uh, once it's been sitting for a little while. Uh, so the bitterness may be a a, a piece of that. Um, but. Uh, you know, again, any tin that you buy that you leave open, uh, you know, there for a while, particularly if it's in the trunk of your car, uh, lots of heat, uh, either too much moisture, not enough moisture, all that kind of stuff, that's going to affect it as well. So once you crack open a tin, just know the clock's ticking. Um, if you want it to stay fresh for a long period of time, keep it at room temperature uh, inside a uh, very sealed environment. And and again, preferably, preferably we uh, we always recommend mason jars or some type of tight seal jar that has a, a hinge lock or uh, a rubber gasket or something that's going to keep it uh, real fresh. So anyway, uh, I, I think I think as you explore tins, uh, you will find some of the best tobaccos in the world. Uh, again, as a small batch artisan blender, you know we love uh, hand blended tobaccos. We love uh, the stuff that you'll find it, uh, at a tobacconist that actually blends their tobacco and doesn't just rename one cue. But Oh, but shots fired. Having to say, <laughs> having, you know, having said that, uh, you know, we, um, you know, I, some of the best tobaccos in the world you will find in, in a can and, and they are great that, you know, these big companies, they have access to tobaccos that, uh, you know, a lot of small blenders, uh, just don't, don't have access to. Yep. And so, uh, you know, keep experimenting, try them, love them. You'll find the ones you like, but, uh, but once you open them, uh, if you really want to be serious about maintaining the quality, uh, you know, just take care of it on the on the back end. And, um, you know, I think you'll I think you'll be rewarded. Thanks, Brian, so much for sending that. Yeah, question. great, great question. And yeah. If you've got a pipe question of the week, feel free to send it in. It's show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick Fire with the Squire. Quick Fire Questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick Fire Questions brought to us by our good friends at the Tent Society. More on the Tent Society in just a moment. All right, there is a theme this evening. Okay. The theme is okay. bar or like the bar 
culture. Well, I guess that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the bar exam or anything. I'll have another sip of my uh, peated Irish whiskey. Cheers. I'll have yep. another sip of my um, that's right. water, which is kind of the same as the peated Irish whiskey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Ready for this? Yep. Darts or pool? Oh, good question. Yeah. Uh, pool, definitely pool, but but that's a, yeah, I like that. I like darts too. I mean, I like darts as well. Yeah. Um, definitely pool. I like playing darts and I like, we've got actually got a dart board in, in the studio. Uh, it's always good for like creative, like problem solving, just play darts until you can figure it out. Yeah, that's good. I don't like the combination of alcohol and darts. That seems like dumb to me. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, man, how fun would it be to smoke your pipe and play darts? It, it, you know, this this question came up a, a, just seconds ago and I was like, man, maybe we should put a dart board at the Squire. And then I thought to myself, liability, no way. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I, I, I I'm going to go check my liability insurance like tonight when we get off the air like that's but it, just for other reasons. But that's a that's a terrible idea. So there is there is a bar. <laughs> How do bars get away with it? <laughs> there's a bar in Oxford, Mississippi. I'll never forget this. It's and disgusting. it's disgusting. I don't know if it's actually still open, but it was back when I was in uh, in college and uh, which I, I did not go to school in Oxford, Mississippi, but I did for like a summer. Praise God. And uh, uh, no comment. Un and in this particular bar yep. underground, um, you had to walk through the dart area in order to get to like the rest of the bar. Oh, that's like those Mario games where you, those those levels on Mario where you have to like walk through, you know, they shoot those big bullets at you with yeah. the frowny faces on them and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. But you've drunk people throwing projectiles, like yeah. metal tipped projectiles. Yeah, it's that's awful. Terrible. Okay. <laughs> so, so your answer is cool. cool. Absolutely cool. Uh, live music or jukebox? <laughs> Live music depends on the. I mean, uh, so I like to go nine to the, and a half times out of ten live music. Yeah, I, I, when I'm going to the bar, I like to like go and like talk. You know what I mean? No, like so from that standpoint, jukebox is more like playing in the background, doesn't get in the way. Whereas who's ever playing live, generally not always. There are some exceptions. Three muses. I don't know if y'all went there or not when y'all were in New Orleans, but that's one of those places. We did. Yeah, sure yes. did. Isn't that place awesome? Mm -hmm. All right, so that place is kind of like I can dig with the live music. But most of the time, I prefer like jukebox, so you can kind of talk with you know while, while you're drinking and such. Bar or table? Table. Gotta sit down. T table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I want to be looking the people I'm hanging out with in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with you on that one. Uh, beer or liquor? Liquor by hair. If I'm out at the bar, there's something nice about being able to drink like multiple low alcohol content beer kind of things, you know. So that I, I get that. Yeah. I tend to gravitate more towards you know uh, whiskey, gin, uh, you know wine, something like that. But liquor by hair. Generally, beer because draft, and you typically can't, you know, get draft at home, obviously. Uh, but I don't like bottled beer at the bar because I can get yeah, that. Uh, no, that's right. And, and and also, it depends on if it's a, a pub or something that allows me to smoke my pipe. If I can smoke my pipe there, then yeah. it's it's liquor all the, way. all the way. Like, yeah. But but on average, uh, you know, liquor by hair. All right. Then finally, classy or dive? Dive. I don't feel like there's enough, like, classy bars to actually compete with that. You know what I mean? Like, Three Muses that you went Not to. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> Three Muses is one of those like classy joints. You know what I mean? That like just doesn't exist that much that often. Whereas most of the places you're going to find are just kind of dive bars. Um, I like classy. Okay. I like sure. classy. No, that's good. That's good. I'm a classic man. You're snob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, for the for the snobs or those that are just wanting to, you know, try whatever else is out there. Yeah, maybe want to see what the snobs are talking about. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. There's a great service spe specifically in the tobacco scene. I'm talking, of course, about our good friends at the Tin Society. I love this. Man, the Tin Society, an awesome online solution for those of you who are wanting to try a lot of these different tobaccos. And it's always great because obviously, you know, tobacco yeah. is yeah. a constant topic here on Country Squire Radio. And so you, whether we're doing a tobacco talk, a Squire Select, we're doing a focus on a particular company, you've heard over the course of this show several different tobaccos that you may yourself not know what they taste like. And the Tin Society offers up a way to discover new tobaccos on a monthly basis. You subscribe, you get a box filled with a lot of different samples of a lot of different tobaccos. You taste them and you kind of figure out, hey, this is actually something I'd like to buy. Or, I know, right? Hey, this really isn't my cup of tea. One way or the other, <laughs> it's a great solution for really expanding your palate. Gosh, it's so so such a great idea. Of course, the modern box concept comes to the pipe world, and we love it. Uh, Clark, uh, actually with the Tin Society, came to the Country Squire here not too long ago. What? And it was one of those weekends that I was actually out of town and what? couldn't be here, but he made the trek from Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, these are these are these are normal guys. This is not some big company that's doing this. They are uh, they're they're just like us, but they have had the vision to put together a subscription service that uh, you know it, not just you know for the idea of you know. 
uh, you know, supporting their their livelihood, but also to to promote the hobby that they love, and 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 that that's what they do. The Tin Society is just a uh, just a great organization, and so um, man, support them. You can go to tinsociety.com. Uh, when you sign up, you'll uh, get the opportunity to get again several tobaccos each month uh, to try. Uh, see which ones you like, which ones you don't like. Expand your palate. Uh, maybe try some that you wouldn't think you would enjoy and 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 wind up falling in love with. Uh, it, it's that whole concept of broadening your palate and your uh, your horizons as far as uh, pipe tobacco goes. So go to tinsociety.com. And also, if you use the code Squire when you Squire, that, you get twenty percent off on your first month service. That's right. So again, that's Squire for twenty percent <laughs> off on your first month service at tinsociety.com. That's right. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man. So we got some great listener feedback this week. We've got a ton. Um, I tell you what, why don't we, we just kick have it so off many. Yeah. with Chris, who, uh, speaking of people who made their trip while you were out of town. Right. No, Chris, that, that that's exactly right. What yeah. did Chris have to say? <laughs> Chris, Chris swung by the shop when I was, uh, when I was up uh, in New Jersey. He said, uh, man, it, again, Chris... Uh, from the Lone Star Pipe Club, uh, good good friend, and uh, has been with us for a long time, and quite a leader in the uh, pipe smoking community. He says, "Hey guys, sorry I missed you uh, when I was in Jackson, but it was great hanging out in the new Squire. I, I like the space, and I love how you've made it still feel like the the shop. Uh, I left you some presents first: the Meander Wooded Gin uh, from Acre Distilling in Fort Worth. This gin won a silver medal at the Los Angeles International Spirits Competition." And unusually for a gin is made with 100% corn. That's crazy. And and we have not opened this yet, and so I can't wait to try it. But it, it's made of 100% corn. Why did we do this for the Squire Select? Well, they, we just got here. And we never tried it before. Yeah, we haven't. It's, yeah, it, the, yeah. the, 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 you can see that it's still sealed. It's yeah. still sealed. It, it, it may not be by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> I personally love it in a dirty martini. Uh, he says the wooded nature of the gin really shines. Uh, but it's also good on the rocks or with soda. To that end, and because you both decided your love for fizzy water, uh, you both declared your love for fizzy water recently on air, I brought you Texas's favorite mineral water, Topo Chico. Oh! Personally, I can't get enough of the regular Topo, but I was, but I also brought you some lime and some of the rare, even here, grapefruit flavor. Uh, these drinks have zero sweetness to them and just a hint of citrus to give them flavor and are great with pretty much anything, uh, including the Meander Wooded Gin. <laughs> While I miss getting to see you both, I did have the pleasure of spending a couple hours getting to know your, and now my friend, the Hurricane. Oh my gosh. See, this is what happens when we're oh not here. Oh my God. You That's how people interact with the country's Oh my gosh. So you, wow. Okay. So, so, so um, you're my now friend, the Hurricane. It's great to finally put a face to that name. Uh, he fed me Old Charter 8 and we talked about life. I understand now the hurricane indeed. God bless, fellas. <laughs> Wait, did, I, I'm kind of curious. Did Chris, like, no, he out that we call him the hurricane? Does he know that we call him the hurricane? No, he he figured it out. He figured, yeah. yeah, no, no, he now, no, and he does, he does, he does, he knows we call him the hurricane. Okay, the right. hurricane, the hurricane knows we call him the hurricane. <laughs> to to, pre- to protect the little bit of dignity that he has, we don't mention his name on air. We we, we refer to him as the hurricane. Right, but if you've right. come out of the shop at the certain at a certain time on a on a a specific unlucky date. You've met the hurricane, um, and and he has left an impression on you. Uh, we would give you his real nickname, but we can't even do that on it. No, we shouldn't. And, and and so we um we just refer to him as the hurricane. And Chris, I bless your heart, as as the southerner says. Um, I, I'm glad you're still friends with us. Wow. Yeah. You know that, that's that's fantastic. That's good. <laughs> that's good. He 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 finishes up to say, Chris uh, Dumulin from the uh, the Lone Star Pipe Club. Keep up the good work. Uh, your friend in Fort Worth. So, uh, dude, we're so uh, so glad you came by, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, really good. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna. Leave Everyone needs to 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 experience it at least once. You know, right. that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. All right. So, uh, and and man, Chris, I'm sorry too that I missed you while you were here. We we messaged back and forth, and I was uh, he he came in town while I was like stuck in the studio, like I think over a weekend, and uh, I couldn't get out. And then finally, by the time I got out, he was already leaving. Yep. Um. So yep. hopefully, we'll be able to catch you next time, brother. Yep. Texas right. Pipe Show. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you, brother. That's right. That's absolutely right. All right. So uh, Dwayne Dunn also re- uh, wrote in. You want to get uh, Dwayne's? 
He says, hi, I love the show and would one day love to do a pilgrimage, but sadly, I'm in South Africa, which makes for a real long journey. Hopefully, my boss needs to send me to the U.S. for some reason. (laughs) A while back, I saw a strange YouTube video on photo editing that I didn't really pay attention to until I heard one episode where you were talking about Gandalf's smoke rings. I immediately remembered that video, and the result is attached. Not quite a ship. I apologize for describing your logos, but I thought they worked really well like this. All right, uh, so have you seen these images? I have not. Okay. <clears throat> so he he photoshopped our our imagine like if smoke was forming into us. Ooh. All right, so here's here's the first and I and I'll post these up whoa! on whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. Dude. So there's the John David. It is is Dwayne it, I, I'm assuming he's a graphic artist. I mean, th- this is wow. I think I think the idea is he's dabbling, and so he decided to dabble with us. That's you should pick some better uh, some better subject matter. But so this is great. So it's you, your face coming out of the the smoke, the smoke cloud coming, coming out, out, of, out of the logo of the country squire. And for me, it's right. the country squire radio pipe. And he picked the weirdest face of me. Like I'm doing some sort of like like winky, like intense, crazy eye look. I think that's the constipated look. It, it might be. <laughs> it might be. I'm not sure how he captured it, but um, yeah, this is brilliant. That's fantastic. We're gonna have to. That's uh, great. We'll now we'll, we'll post those up. We'll po- we'll post those up. Yeah. These will definitely be on <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and all that all that good stuff. He says, uh, if you'd like the smoke portion separate, uh, just give me a shout. I kept them uh, as such. I hope you like the result. I'm no graphic designer, uh, so it's not exceptional, uh, but happy smokes. Dwayne, I, I think they're exceptional, dude. I love them. I, I, think, I think they're awesome. So, as a matter of fact, I, I kind of want to make a t-shirt, maybe? I, maybe it's got a future in it. I, I don't mean, know. don't get me wrong. If, if, if a constipated bow coming out of the uh, the country squire uh, pipe mic, I'm, I'm not opposed to my face being on a t shirt. I'm just not sure I want that particular face. Not that particular one. Yeah, okay. understand. It's not the okay. graphic designing, which well, is amazing. Good. It's the, no, it, 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 and it really, it, Dwayne, it, it's a fantastic uh, design. Amazing. You, did, you did a good job. Absolutely yep. amazing. Thank you so much for sending that in, Dwayne. We got a kick out of those. And uh, and yeah, we'll we'll definitely be posting that up to uh, Facebook yeah. and Twitter and all those great social medias. Yep. Uh, so you can check them out there. Um, you know, social media has been hot tonight. People have been tuning in for the live Gosh, show. It's, it's been amazing. Immense, so everybody's excited to. Uh, it's amazing to be back. I, I, I do quickly. Uh, you know, I know we're running over on time, and so we need to go on. But uh, I, I do need to mention so many people have wished the Country Squire a happy forty eighth birthday, man. And uh, and you know, we were hoping to do a grand opening for our new shop. Uh, by the time of our of our 48th birthday, we didn't get there. But August 11th is the 48th birthday of the Squire. Um, you know, our, our institution, uh, you know, we're uh, so blessed and happy to be a part of and, and frankly, just feel like we're kind of the, the the flame keepers until the next person comes along, mm-hmm. which uh, which I, I hope is a long time from now because I really enjoy what we do. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, thank you so much for the well wishes. And uh, and we're very grateful. Yeah, 48. She doesn't seem a day over a couple of weeks. I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except these old furniture that's got all these whiskey stains on it. Yeah. Not tonight. And not like, tonight. Poor, well, the night's not over whoever, yet. Uh, whoever, somebody won big tonight because I did not spill. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, hey, this has been uh, always a blast to do the uh, the Squire Select. That's right. Of course, we want to encourage you all to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on the Twitters. Uh, I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the uh, uh, Country Squire Radio's handle is at Squire Radio. And of course, you can tune in on Monday nights because we are back, baby. Uh, CountrySquireRadio.com is the place to tune in on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Central. That's 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. And of course, uh, whenever we get the interaction with those of you on Twitter, it's always a blast. It makes it just a really, really fun experience. And I got to tell you. I felt very torn over these last couple of weeks because on the one hand, it was nice to be with my wife and kids on Monday night. Not going to lie. <laughs> but at the same time, man, like this has been like I, I, I miss the listeners, miss you, miss kind of like the, the hangout. It, the... It, it's certainly a part of our rhythm. You Absolutely. Know? And, and, and I think our, our life rhythm, you know, and, and I think um, what's been most honoring about it is that so many of you have written in and. And tweeted in or commented that it's part of your life rhythm too, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and right. and frankly, we're we're just honored by that. And uh, gosh, I love the pipe community. We're uh, we're glad to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, Squire Select in the new shop. Yeah. Best best way to kick off the new shop. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, um, I, I, I'm I'm uh, going to have a f- uh, have a have a have a few drinks and uh, <laughs> have a few. You've already had a few. I've, I've had a, had a had a few drinks. That's from um, Dave Matthews. The storytellers, MTV, nobody. That's a that's a deep cut. All right, man. It's gonna be. Uh, it's. I think we should go have a night. We should probably go have. A night. <laughs>
You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.